This is the Gary V Audio Experience. So I literally went from having 8K followers on TikTok exactly two months ago to the day to now having 1 million. I hit that yesterday just because of the advice you give on a daily basis to be contextual, to be valuable, to be relatable. I applied this in my, con- in my content and I was consistent as and bro, we got the result. So I just want to say thank you so much. You're welcome so much. That makes me so happy. No, really, thank you so much. Let, let's just start. Yeah, I'm going to start this right away. Um, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. You're truly such an amazing person. Uh, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just start this off by introducing everything, and we'll start right away. Please. We are Mentally Gray. I am your host, FLB, and our mission is to unleash your potential. Gary V, you don't need any introduction, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my friend. First of all, you, me, and millions of other people feel like the school system is just not made for us and that we are meant for something bigger. So what would you recommend someone that hates school and that wants to go all in in what they truly love? First things first, I don't, and I think this is important because I want everybody to hear this. I don't think that it's that we're meant for something bigger. Because I don't think entrepreneurship or creativity, per se, is so much bigger than someone who enjoys the process of learning information, whether it's history or learning how to apply science or law. And I think that's important because I think that makes the world, you know, I don't want it to be us versus them. Mm -hmm. I think there's too much of that in the world. So I don't think it's bigger, but I do, to your point, and I've been very loud about this for many years, do believe that it's different, that the school system by nature is built in a specific track. Mm. Just like entrepreneurship is not for everybody. If the world was flipped upside down and from you know, six to 18, we were all taught selling and mm-hmm. buying and trading and marketing, there would be a lot of people that that wasn't meant for. And they would say school is not for them. And I would have said school is for me. So this is one enormous game of self-love First, you have to love yourself. So if you're not getting results, your teachers, your parents, the system, you have to be able to love yourself even if you're not getting results. Two, self-awareness. Who are you? You know, who are you? Are you creative? Are you patient? Are you insecure? Are you confident? Are you antsy? Are you uh, passionate about music? Who actually are you? Once you understand that, you have to stand, understand that it takes a long time for things to happen. Even you were saying before we started this podcast, you've had an incredible two months. You've applied things that I've put out. It's like me saying, eat healthy and exercise, but you did it. I say it to everybody. And so, yes, those things happen quickly. But what you'll learn is just because you got to a million on TikTok followers, it doesn't mean what you thought it meant a year ago, right? You know, it seems like it does, but it doesn't. And that's what I know. Today, I'm in an incredible place in my life, yet um, I never put expectations on what it meant to have people know who I am or to have money in the bank and things of that nature because I always loved my process. I'm pretty much the same person I was 25 years ago. And that's what I would say to everybody, which is whatever you are, whether you're a scholar and you want to be in academia your whole life, or if you're a street kid and you love selling and grinding and and creating and working if you can just fall in love with it it 
the way people love playing tennis or golf or skiing or going on vacation or watching a great movie or eating a great meal, everything I just said, FLB, everything I just said is the way I feel about work. I look forward to it. Mm -hmm. It's my hobby. It's my great interest. I enjoy it. It challenges me. So that would be my answer. That, that is the answer. That's a perfect answer. I, I want to expand on this. And right now I'm in a phase in my life where I'm 20 years old, going all in in what I truly love. And I'm putting, I'm sacrificing time with friends, family, Netflix, social media, and I'm hustling. Like I'm in hustle mode. My mom often tells me and my family tells me, live your age. If not, you will regret it. So you sacrificed your 20s to get where you are today. You sometimes look back and regret that you didn't fully experience your youth. Yes. And that's a powerful answer because it's not one that most people expect. But because I was way, way, way too far to one side, I didn't do anything. I was obsessed. Mm -hmm. And I now know in my, you know, this is what's good about having gray hairs. Um, You know, I could have taken three more weekends and just did nothing and hung and went on a vacation. I could have um, went home at 7 p.m. on a Friday and went out with, yes, but I need you to hear this, FLB. I did, I was 100% off the grid, not 99. So when I say yes, I mean that if I did 95% instead of 100%, I think it would have been good for me. The reason I hesitate and I wanna make sure everybody heard me is I have not come across many that went into such a dark, deep, focused place. I'm talking never. Once a year, I would go maybe for a weekend to see my friend in Atlanta. And I was like, so yes, from 22 to 27, that five-year period especially, I feel as though I could have given back 5% of the time to myself. I still watched every Jets game because I needed that. But I didn't do enough things socially my friends were the people I worked with and I could have done a little bit more. I definitely could have done a little more. I, I, I don't really have regret, but I have a sense of responsibility to the question. And I know a lot of kids are listening and I want to give them the real answer, which is if I, it's not that it's regret, but if I could do it all over again, I, you know, 365 days, I would absolutely give back 15 and not worked and done something, went to a beach, you know, da, da, da. I would have, yes, I would have. That's amazing. Cause I'm in that phase where literally it's, it's not like I just talk about it. It's absolute focus, like laser focus on whatever it is. You're, I'm doing. You're, enjo- you're also in a place right now where you're enjoying it. And more importantly, and mm-hmm. this is where people struggle, you're getting results. You know, it's one thing to work out and, start to see muscles and then you want to do it. It's another thing to work out and not see anything. It's one thing to work on your business or your content and see the growth that you just described. The question would be, if in the last two months you were still at 8,000 instead of a million, what would you be thinking? And I think we have to be empathetic that everyone's time is different. Everyone's upside is different. Everyone's journey is different. It's easy to be intoxicated when it's, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to be intoxicated 
when it's going well. Mm. I'm more worried about keeping people excited when it's not going well. You're doing it because you enjoy the content and the impact, not that you went from 8,000 to a million. You're still at 8,000, but you're just as happy as you are right now because you're doing it, not because the results. You understand that that's a very big deal. You know what's the crazy shit about this is that I posted 850 videos on my older account to just get that first click. So people saw the boom from 8K to a million, but they didn't see me posting 850 on the other account. So that's what I would just want to say. So it wasn't always that big of a, it wasn't always in, enjoyable, I would say. Sometimes I had to do it. Or, or, or it's, again, getting people to understand it's not like each and then this, it's figuring out how to make the non-enjoyable enjoyable. Like for me, the reason I think I do very well is I love the not enjoyable. I like when it's not going well. I like when it's quiet. I like when no one's paying attention. I how, like when I'm being underestimated. How do you do it? Like, how do you like the unenjoyable? I, I think I was born with it, raised with it. My circumstances of coming from very little. I think it's the byproduct. I'm the byproduct. But I think somewhere in my late teens, I realized it and I started to manifested in my own mind. I liked being the underdog. I liked people booing. I liked thinking that I could, you know, I got used to it and I realized it became my strength and it didn't make me resent. See, most people resent. I'm going to show you. For me, it's more just like, oh, this is good. Mainly because it doesn't matter. Whether people say you're beautiful and, or that you're going to make it or that you're the best, or they say you're ugly, you're not gonna make it, you're the worst. It actually doesn't matter what people say. What matters is what's gonna happen. All that people doing is predicting. So once I understood the world just predicts, and it was easy for me because my teachers would say to me that I was gonna be a loser, and I already knew, no way, no way. And so I was like, oh, they're not bad people. They're not stupid people. They're, you just don't know. And so it, it put me in a very interesting spot and that's the spot I've been living in my whole life. I'm, I'm very in tune to the following statement, which is whether somebody says, Gary Vee, you're the greatest or somebody says, Gary Vee, you're a piece of you're full of It really doesn't matter. What matters is that I do the right thing, feel good about my process, can put my head on the pillow and because I can put my fingers in my ears and not hear good or bad, that's the danger, FLB, for you right now. You're 20 years old. You've got a great head of hair. And, uh, <laughs> and um, you're 20 years old. And now, because of what just happened to you over the next two months, you're going to get a lot of accolades. Maybe from people you've never gotten from before. Mm. Maybe your parents. Maybe your older siblings. I don't know you. Maybe from girls. Maybe from like, friends. Maybe from, I don't know. What you now need to do is not hear it. Because if you hear it and you start thinking you're something special, when they boo, you'll believe them too. I don't believe people when they say I'm the greatest, which is why I don't believe people when they say I suck. That's profound. Like, yeah, I completely relate to this. And often parents and society, let's expand this, often tell you and give you advice to play it safe. And to have a plan B, should someone go all in or should they have something to fall back on? 
A plan B mentally is a good idea. It's nice to think about, but if your plan B is not making you go all in on your plan A, then it's you. So the, even the relationship with plan A and plan B matters. Parents are mainly driven by fear. Mm-hmm. Humans are mainly driven by fear. Of course, they're gonna tell you to do what's safe. They love you. They don't want you to fail. Parents don't want their kids to fail for two reasons. They love their kids and they're, it's innate in parents. Two, and this is much more unfortunate, and you see this in a lot of cultures, they don't want their kids to fail because they worry about what their friends are gonna think about their kids. And that's what me off about parents. Love your child, not your friend's opinion of your child. A hundred percent. I have a really good question. You've talked to some of the most successful people in this world. Tony Robbins, Mark Zuckerberg, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What is the biggest common denominator between all of the most successful? Conviction and patience. That's it. I, I think the people that I meet, even like a young Rachel Tipograph, who I'm on the board of, she has a company called Micmac. Um, Arlen, Hamilton, like, like people that you meet that have conviction and were able to not burn out because they had patience. Too many people burn out because they want to look successful instead of being successful. What's the recipe for success for people listening to this? To realize that money has nothing to do with success, nothing, 0.0. That we have to redefine success to be fulfilled and happy and joyful, human. That when you don't have anxiety, when you sleep like a baby, when you wake up and are smiling, that is the definition of success. And the amount of people that don't have money and do have money that do the opposite is very high. So it is not money. There are people that, You know, it is the actual thing I just said. That is success, happiness. Doing what you want to do is so amazing. And uh, once the world understands that, then it's going to get good. A hundred percent. Let's finish off with the last question. I know you're very busy. Um, So lemonade stands, baseball cards, wine. You were a born and bred entrepreneur. Very young, you you knew what your passion was. Yes. How can anyone discover their passion? They have to taste things. You have to try things. You have to ski. You have to draw. You have to cook. You have to start a company. You have to do a lot of things that are different things, new things. You have to go to your cousin who rides a bike and try that, a motorcycle. You have to, you have to try things you don't know. Try things. A hundred percent. Gary... Thank you, I don't brother. want to take too much of your time. It was a pleasure talking to pleasure. you. Love if, you. If you want me to send this to... Yeah, send it to the team. All right, perfect. Nice. Have Cheers. an amazing day, bro. You too. Bye-bye. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm going to have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away. Which were our favorites this week? 
Thanks, Gary. Today's five-star review comes from Shiva T, and it reads, I've been a fan for years. I drift away, and I come back to listening to his podcast, and he lights my fire. He keeps me trusting my own intuition as an entrepreneur and as an individual. I love his message, and I love his big heart the most. His love for regular folks is what gets me up in the morning and makes me a loyal follower of his teachings. Thank you so much for that amazing review. And to anybody listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode. (laughs) 